drumming, thumping, fluttering. Patients describe the symptoms of AFib lots of ways. Learn more about AFib and early detection and diagnosis with the American Heart Association's new podcast series at heart.org slash AFib podcasts. Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie TPFL and company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's June. It's the 1st of June. It's 2017. It's a Thursday. We have four early games, four late games to talk about here on this Thursday slate. If you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over there to playdraft.com. Check them out. It's playdraft.com backslash grinders. 100% deposit bonus up to 600 bucks. Love the app. If you haven't played it or tried it and you're sick of overlap and everybody just, you know, playing pretty much the same people, head on over there to play draft. Check them out. You're not going to get any overlap with a snake draft format. Um, You know, some exciting things coming here with the NFL right around the corner. Um, It's weird to say that, but, you know, we're only a couple months away at this point. So make sure you guys are checking that out. And like I said, if you use the promo code GRINDERS, you get 100% deposit bonus up to $600. When we're looking at this slate here on this beautiful Thursday, and by beautiful I mean I hope it doesn't rain all day in Florida like it has the last couple days, we're looking at um, not a lot of pitching options, a bunch of bats that we're going to like here, so pitching is going to be tough. There's no you know, real clear-cut second option on either slate. I think there's, you know, really solid SP1s on both slates. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about it. We're going to get started with Oakland at Cleveland. Um, eight and a half total here. Cotton against Kluber. Kluber, the biggest favorite on this early slate. Um, when I was just talking about SP1s, obviously Kluber is a guy that Instantly stands out here as a top option. You know, he is definitely the most talented pitcher on this early slate. Draws a pretty decent matchup here against an Oakland team that, you know, generally only has four, you know, sometimes five lefties. So they're going to be a majority right-handed here. Um, Kluber, a guy, 29% strikeout rate against righties since it's, you know, dating back to last year. 23.5% 23.5% against lefties, so he can obviously get some strikeouts against lefties as well. Uh, you know, if you're playing the slate, you're just absolutely just playing Kluber. It's, you know, as clear-cut as it can be, you know, on the, on the top option anyway. Um, you know, he's going to be extremely popular. I don't know if I could even merit a fade. Um, you know, that's just... It's just a really, really good spot here. Um, you know, you look at the Oakland Athletics team, and there are a bunch of strikeouts here. Um, Chad Pender's been hitting the ball well, but he's striking out 25%. Alonzo, 20%. Chris Davis, 29.4%. Mark um, Mark Canna, who probably won't even be in the lineup, striking out. Ryan Healy, 26%. Trevor Pluth, 33%. So, 
there is a bunch of strikeouts here. Um, it'd be interesting to see kind of what the lineup looks like. Uh, Davis will probably bat leadoff. He's hitting 208 against righties this season. Very limited upside there. If he gets on, he can obviously steal bases. But, um, you know, really outside of Chris Davis, Lowry, and Alonzo, um, you know, Chad Fender has been hitting well. I don't want to kind of leave him off because he has been hitting well. You know, it's going to be a pretty, pretty sizable, um, you know, gap between Kluber and the second best pitcher on the slate. When looking at Cotton, um, you know, he's a guy that has done a good job at limiting the damage this season. Pitches in that big ballpark, his soft contact rate is um, higher than his hard contact. The lefties, you know, he has struggled with righties a little bit more. Uh, 37% hard contact to righties. You know, there's not a lot of upside here with Cotton. Um, I think we could look at some Cleveland bats depending on price. Um, you know, as far as the Oakland bats go, I'll pass. I don't want any of these guys here. I'll pass for sure. You know, looking at looking at Kipnis and Lindor and these guys here on FanDuel, they're pretty cheap. Um DraftKings, not so much. These guys are really priced up. You know, one through six here, um, really priced up for this matchup. So you're probably getting your Cleveland exposure more on FanDuel um, than you are on DraftKings. But that could definitely lower the ownership as well um, when it comes to playing these guys over there on DraftKings. So definitely don't hate this spot for them. Um, E5 really stands out to me. Like I was mentioning a minute ago, Cotton kind of giving up a lot of hard contact to righties. So, you know, E5, um, you're paying for it for sure. But, you know, he's definitely got some upside here in this matchup on a four-game slate. Milwaukee at New York, Chase Anderson against Zach Wheeler. Um, you know, you look at this game and, you know, Wheeler's favorite here. The line is, you know, really, really favoriting Wheeler. But you look at Chase Anderson this season. He has a 10.4 swinging strike rate. Um, you know, his strikeout rate's over 20. It's almost 22%. Um you know, fly ball pitcher, city field, big ballpark. Really limiting the home runs this season compared to last. And, you know, the Mets Mets offense has cooled down a little bit here over the last couple days. You know, a team that, you know, I, I've been on, you know, for weeks now. But um, kind of kind of been getting burned by it a little bit here lately. Um I don't think Chase Anderson is the worst pitcher on the slate. You know, when you look at the slate up and down, um, you know, he's a guy that has semi-reverse splits, um, and he should face, what, six lefties in this lineup? Um, Conforto, Cambrera, Bruce, Walker, Duda, Granderson. If Reyes is back in there, I guess he could face technically seven lefties in this lineup. He's a reverse splits guy. Um, you know, we talk about him on the podcast all the time. You know, he really struggles with righties. Uh, let's see how he's been doing this year. This year it's kind of equaled out, but like even last year, 289 Woba against lefties, 394 Woba against righties. Um, two th 2015 was pretty neutral, and then 2014 was much better against lefties and righties. So against this really heavy left-handed 
you know, team here, I don't think he's the worst option on the slate. And, you know, that says a lot because the slate just doesn't have a bunch of pitching on. So Chase Anderson definitely in play for me here against this uh, Mets team with some reverse splits here for Chase. Zach Wheeler, I feel like people are going to play Zach Wheeler here because of the upside. Maybe they don't because Jacob DeGrom just got shelled by this team. But, um, you know, you look at Wheeler, you know, he's coming back from injury. We didn't get to see him at all last year. Um, you know, his Sierra is, you know, half a run higher than his ERA. His hard contact rate is almost 36%. The contact rate is almost 80%. The swing and strike rate's down at 9.2%. Strikeout rate, 21%. Uh, ground ball pitcher, um... It's just like, you know, we talk about it all the time when you're picking on the Brewers. You're taking shots or, you know, you're not really, you know, playing these guys. So, if Wheeler is popular, um, he's going to be a guy that i probably stay away from here. Because, like, we're getting Travis Shaw, we're getting, you know, Thames, who's finally starting to hit the ball again, Perez. You're getting all these guys pretty cheap. Um, if Broxton bats leadoff, he's been cheap. So, like, I don't mind taking a couple shots on these guys here against Wheeler and the really bad Mets bullpen. Um, you know, something that you have to also consider when you're looking at this team in general here. Oh... I don't know really for the Mets who that I would target here. You know, Conforto's extremely expensive. Bruce is expensive. Walker's price has gone up. Duda's price is up. As Drupal Cabrera, if he continues to hit in that two spot, you know, he's not terribly priced at 3.7 on DraftKings. So have to kind of see how that plays out. But, um,. I kind of I like the Cleveland offense more than I like um, the Mets, and I kind of like the Brewers a little bit more. And they're a dog, so hopefully they go a little overlooked here. L.A. at St. Louis, Brandon McCarthy against Adam Wainwright. Um, <laughs> yeah, these kind of fringe pitchers are what we look are what we're looking at on the slate. You know, when we look at it up and down, McCarthy has done a really good job this season at, you know, limiting and getting soft contact. He has a 25% soft contact rate, a 27.3% hard contact rate. He's a ground ball pitcher, not giving up a lot of home runs. You know, it's a tougher matchup here when you're looking at the Cardinals. You know, we picked on them a lot to start the season, but um, it's definitely a team that has gotten better as the season's gone along. You know, I remember when this team was, in the bottom 10 against right-handed pitching this season, but um, you're looking at it now and, you know, they've, they've definitely improved. They're in the top 15 as far as team Woba goes, you know, it was top 10 about a week ago. So maybe they're a little declining here. Um, Brandon McCarthy definitely in play for me. Um, just because I just, I don't think you need a ton of upside on the slate. I just think you need a guy that's not going to get shelled. And when looking at it, um, he's definitely a guy that you know can limit the damage here. Adam Wainwright, on the other hand, here, you know, really, really solid against righties. When we're looking at Wainwright's stats, um, 
But when we look at his stats against lefties um, since the start of last season, 357 Woba, 34% hard contact, um, neutral ground ball, fly ball kind of guy, more a little bit more of a ground ball guy, but not enough to kind of warrant like saying that he's a full-on ground ball guy. Um, you know, the strikeout rate's under 20%. When you look at the numbers against righties, definitely improves, 319 Woba, only a 28% hard contact rate. So, definitely better against righties. The problem is, you know, he's facing the Dodgers. Um, I, you know, the lefties here. Seager, Grindahl, Bellinger. Um, Gonzalez is extremely cheap, but he's been off to a really cold start. Um, Chase Utley, extremely hot, but I'm still not playing him. As far as the Cardinals go... You know, Matt Carpenter's always in play, 3.4K, even if playing him at first base at that price, you know, he's really cheap, so I don't hate this spot for him. McCarthy's been really good against righties, you know, really solid against lefties. I just don't really want to pick on McCarthy here. And then we get to this next game. You know, this game's in Safeco. It's late game. We probably won't have a lineup before lock because it is a... 340 Eastern game and the you know lock is at noon. So we're potentially looking at some low owned options here. Kyle Freeland against Giovanni Giardo. Um Freeland, a rookie, he's been decent this season. We've been picking on, you know, the Mariners with left-handed pitching, but um I think I'm gonna pass on Kyle Freeland here. You know, not only has he struggled with lefties pretty heavily, um his numbers against righties, really low strikeout rate. So a team that I kind of want to pick on with strikeout pitching, I don't see that in Freeland. Um, Giovanni Gallardo, um, another guy that I'm just going to stay away from here. I think both of these offenses are in really good spots. And like I said, I think they kind of go overlooked here. Um, you know, looking at Colorado, you know, Blackman firmly in play. His price is ridiculously high, but, you know, he's been El Fuego. Nolan Arenado, Carlos Gonzalez, um, Para if he draws the lineup. Walters, if he catches, he's under 3K. Um, you know, all these guys really in play for me. I kind of like this spot a lot. Gallardo, 362 Woba against righties um, and 329 against lefties. So the righties hitting him a little bit harder with a higher hard contact against righties since the start of last season. But um, definitely firmly in play here, even in this big ballpark. As far as the Seattle side goes, um, Danny Valencia really stood out to me. Um, you know, he's been off to a cold start this season, but 2.7 K it's really going to translate and his price is going to be really low over on fantasy draft. Um, you know, Cruz is extremely expensive at 5.2 K. If Taylor monitor drives, draws a start, um, he's potentially a guy that could be some salary relief. Um, he's under three K there. Second base shortstop eligible, which is awesome. Um, you know, you're looking at the righties here for sure. Um, you know, Cano and Seager both going to be underowned, overlooked here. So, don't hate looking at those guys uh, purely just for um, you know low ownership on a four-game slate. Moving on to the late slates, um, I wish I could say like the pitching is going to get better on the late slates, but um, not really to be honest. So, you know, let's let's break it down. Uh, we're going to start with Boston at Baltimore. Nine total in this game. Vegas is expecting this to be one of the higher totals on the slate. Uh, Rodriguez against Miley. You know, we talked about Rodriguez 
many many times on this podcast this year um the guy's been really solid he has a 12 points he has a 12 percent swinging strike rate 26.6 percent um strikeout rate you know he's limiting the hard contact as a strikeout pitcher which is always like we want to see the whip is solid the k per nine is up the home run per nine is down like everything that you want to see out of a guy you like you know he's been that guy and we look at baltimore and they have a 24.5% strikeout rate against left-handed pitching this season. Um, you know, they're 15th in Team Woba. They're, you know, bottom half of the league in WRC+. Plus. Like, this is potentially a really good spot um, for Rodriguez, even in a 9 total. Uh, he'll probably give up a couple runs here. Wouldn't shock me. But when you're looking at this slate, um, you know, there's not really anything that's kind of safe. Um, outside of Granky, so I do not hate Rodriguez here um, and then Wade Miley on the other hand here I think I'll pass um, I, I know that he's been solid this season but you know he's still since the start of last year against righties has a 354 Woba 34% hard contact so you know Mookie Betts I'm sure um, Rutledge will draw the lineup he's cheap if you want some salary relief um, Sam Travis is cheap if you want some salary relief Chris Young is cheap if you want some salary relief. Looking at some of these Boston righties here, um, you know, Mookie Betts is extremely expensive, but uh, this ballpark definitely plays in his favor, favor. So I don't hate the righties here. I think we could potentially see, you know, six, maybe seven righties in this lineup. Um, so I'm looking at the righties here against Wade Miley. Let's see here. Yeah, Miley's given up four four earned runs in two of his last three starts. So after a really solid start to the season, um, starting to starting to become Wade Miley again. So that's always nice to see. So yeah, the hard contact rate is up, the walk rate is up. Um, so yeah, I like the Red Sox stack here a lot. They're definitely a team I'm looking at here on the slate. I don't mind a boss or a Baltimore hedge stack. Um, you know, especially on a four-game slate, they could potentially be low-owned. Um, but I'm going to have plenty of Rodriguez, so I'm definitely going to have at least one hedge stack here on the slate. New York at Toronto, CC Sabathia against Marco Estrada. Um, you know, Estrada's one of those guys, he's a fly-ball pitcher against the Yankees. This game's in Toronto. You know, he's done a good job at limiting the hard contact this year. He does have a big swing and strike rate. He's getting a bunch of strikeouts. Just worries me um, that he's a fly ball pitcher against this team. I could see him kind of gaining some traction here, too, on this four-game slate. I think people will use him. You know, it makes sense. He's a he's a guy that can definitely get you some strikeouts. So it makes sense to look at somebody like him. I'm just kind of curious if there's any BVP here. Looks like Gary Sanchez has hit him hard, small sample size. Sterling Castro, 35 at-bats, 15 hits, 4 doubles, a triple, no home runs, but only um, 4 strikeouts in those bats too. So maybe Sterling Castro is a one-off. Don't hate Marco Estrada here. Um, you know, he's kind of expensive, but if you want to go like Estrada and not play Granky and try to be different, I don't hate that idea. 
On the other hand of this game, CC Sabathia, I'm going to pass um, for sure. No chance in playing CC here. I'm looking at the righties in this lineup. Pilar, Josh Donaldson, Jose Baptista, Morales, and Smoke both hit um, lefties really well as switch hitters. Um, Russell Martin, Tulowitzki, really one through seven um, in play for me here. Making sure I write down... Um, that really quick yeah outside of outside of Castro um I don't really see a lot with the Yankees Castro is pretty cheap too DD's 3.7k which is not the worst but like you know you're paying over 4 4k for all these other big hitters here so like you really necessarily need these guys to hit home runs so you know it's a fly ball pitcher you know take it for what it's worth he's you know, definitely a spot where you could see some home runs hit here. So maybe you're playing these guys more as one-offs um, instead of a stack. But um, don't hate playing like, you know, a Sanchez or Gardner or Judge as one-offs. Um, potentially just big home run plays. Arizona at Miami. Zach Granke against Jeff Locke. Um, you know, I just, I, I talk about Granke every time that he gets to start here, like, because I just think that this is legit. I'm really glad that the Milwaukee game happened when I wasn't playing. Because I definitely would have had him there against Milwaukee. Struggled in that start. I'm expecting a nice little bounce back game here against Miami. You know, the numbers have just been fantastic with Granke. 14.3% swinging strike rate. 29.6% strikeout rates. Um, the Sierra is under 3, which is fantastic. You know... There's just not a lot to you know hate on when you're looking at Grinky's numbers. They're just elite this season, and I really think that he's back. Love this spot for him. I think he's the top pitcher on the slate. Obviously, you know, twelve seven is kind of expensive, um, but you know, he's a guy that can definitely go out and just absolutely dominate a game. Jeff Locke back in our lives, um, Pittsburgh Pirate pitcher. You know, this would be his first start in Double A. He's been pitching in Double A, kind of just rehabbing a little bit. Um, you know, I kind of just want to throw those numbers out. Look at 2016 um, with him here. That's what we're gonna do. So, looking at the 2016 numbers with Locke, um, 372 Woba, 35% hard contact, a righties, uh, more of a ground ball guy, 47%, uh, really low strikeout rate, gives up some home runs. Um, you know, lefties, 322 Woba, doesn't give up a lot of hard contact to lefties. So you're really looking at, um, the Arizona righties here, you know, Tomas, Goldschmidt, Ahmed, if he draws the start, Dury, Dury's really cheap, Ahmed's cheap, so you're getting some good value here with these right-handed bats. Chris Iannetta, if he catches here, you know, good value with the Arizona righties in this spot, so... Firmly in play. Um, if you want a two percent, three percent stack on a on a four game slate, you can look at the Marlins as a stack. Justin Bohr has been knocking the cover off the baseball. Um, it's not something that I necessarily might do. Um, I might, like I said, if I end up with some a lot of Rodriguez and a lot of Granky, I'll probably have a couple hedge stacks. But that's it. Minnesota at LA, last game of the night at Alberto um, Maja, Meja, whatever. 
against Alex Meyer. Alex Meyer coming back from the DL here, making his start. Um, you know, Alex Meyer, definitely not a guy that I want here. Uh, I hate taking guys coming back from the DL that have been struggling with walks. And the, the issue with Meyer this season, he's been struggling with walks, um, almost a 17% walk rate, and I hate giving up free points. Um, he had a 14.5% walk rate last season. You know, I just, I just can't play Meyer here. Um, Minnesota is a little interesting to me, but on the on the flip side of this game, like you know, I talked about Jaime Garcia yesterday, and you know he didn't really pick up any strikeouts. You know, I kind of expected that. Got 15 DK points. One kind of little crappy inning there at the end, um, kind of lost the win. Would have been right around 20, but it is what it is. I actually don't think this guy from Minnesota is the worst option on the slate. Um, for all the same reasons that I kind of liked Jaime yesterday. Um, you know, it's a lefty against the Angels. They have two guys this season on the active roster that are batting over 220 against left-handed pitching this season. You know, it's Marte and Malinato, um, so it's interesting. You know, Danny Espinosa definitely has some power upside against lefties, but... Um, you know, just looking at this kid, you know, in 21 innings this season, he's walked a lot of people too, but, um, you know, you look at his AAA numbers and, you know, walks weren't really a big thing, so I kind of expect that to regress a little bit. Not giving up a lot of hard contact. His his swing and strike rate in the minors um, since, you know, he, he was with the Giants. That's where I know this guy from. He was with the Giants. Anyway, um, his minor league numbers right around 10% as far as swing and strike rates go. You know, the strikeout rate's been right at 20%. So there's some fair numbers here. Um, you know, he's not a guy that's going to go out and throw 100 miles an hour, but um, he kind of sits around like 93. Gets a good little fastball there. His two-seamer, really really good pitch. Um you know, that's what he that's what it looks like he's getting a lot of um, misses with but uh, his strikeout pitches is obviously a slider 48 percent K rate on his slider this season small sample size but um, definitely could pick up some strikeouts here with that so think he's in play 6.6k is gonna give you some salary relief um, for sure as far as the twins go here against Alex Meyer like I said he's really been struggling with walks so Kind of looking at Dozier, Grossman, Sano, Kepler. You know, Polanco's cheap at 3.2K. Castro's cheap at under 3K for a catcher. Don't mind those guys. I don't mind picking on Alex Meyer here, um, especially with lefties. You know, dating back to last year, he has a 398 Wobo with a 36% hard contact against lefties. Small sample size, but um, it's what we have, so that's what we're going to grow with. As far as the Angels go, um, you know, you could play Marte, Malinato, Espinoza um, on teams that you're not playing this pitcher for Minnesota. You know, Espinoza's cheap, 2.6. Malinato's 2.8. Marte is 3.4. You're using him at first base. You're probably likely not going to do that. So there is that. But anyway, um, you know, I hope that helps. I don't love this slate, so I'm sure that's, you know, what you're seeing here. I think that this is a slate that, 
I'm going to just kind of play that 20-entry max over there on DraftKings, play some play draft, and call it a day, enjoy some day baseball. So um, if you have not checked out our sponsor, PlayDraft.com, make sure you guys head on over there and check them out. Um, do it. I don't understand why people haven't done it yet. So it's PlayDraft.com backslash grinders. That way you guys get the 100% deposit bonus up to $600. I remembered. I almost, I almost forgot to play some home run derby, but I did remember. So we're gonna play some home run derby really quick before we get out of here. Three guys that I like to homer here. Um, Nelson Cruz would be way too easy, so I'm not gonna go with Cruz. Um, I'm gonna go with Yasmani Tomas. Um, Justin Smoke. Very random one there. And let's go to the early slate. Who's going to homer from the early slate? Um, Wheeler's been struggling with lefties in a small sample size this season. So I'm going to say Thames gets hot again. And after hitting one last night, he gets another one. So I'm going to say Eric Thames um, as well so a couple, couple from the late slate one from the early slate that's going to do it here for the thursday edition of the morning grind podcast as always appreciate everyone listening and tuning in every day we'll be back tomorrow good luck in your contest tonight and we'll see you then bankroll management might not be the sexiest part of daily fantasy but it's an important one and that's why we've launched the dfs analyzer dfs analyzer will help you easily track your results and then use them to your advantage just upload your contest history and in seconds dfs analyzer will show you winnings roi records by sport contest type and more don't just view your results analyze them and gain an edge Try our free DFS analyzer tool, become a smarter, more process-oriented, hopefully more profitable DFS player. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. The end. Mommy, let's read another. Every child needs to read, but 60% of U.S. children in poverty don't have a children's book in their home. This summer, you and your kids can help change that with Save the Children's 100 Days of Reading Challenge. See how at savethechildren.org read. Once upon a time, a little girl wanted to become an animal doctor. Save the Children. Changing a life lasts a lifetime.